Welcome to the SG Engage podcast, where it's all social good all the time. Sit back and relax as the brightest minds from across the social good community engage with trends, big ideas, and best practices to help you drive impact. Hi, I'm Christine Newman, and I manage SG Engage. It's hard to believe that we are already well into September. And along with apple picking and pumpkin spice lattes, it's now the season to start thinking about year-end audits. So that's why we're excited to have friend of the show, Mel Rancor, with us again today to talk about how to start prepping for virtual audits, which many social good organizations will need to have this year. Mel, of course, is a principal instructional designer for Blackboard University's organizational best practices curriculum. So welcome back, Mel. Thank you. So glad to be back on the show. So glad to have you. You're always a pleasure to have on and have so much great stuff to share with our listeners. So let's get right to it. Why should people start audit prep now? Well, it is 2020, which has been a year full of changes and differences in policies and procedures and really any organizational or personal norms. And this is actually the time of year that people normally start thinking about year end. And I know for some of us, we're going, oh my goodness, year end is coming up very quickly. So that does mean we need to start preparing for those year end things like virtual audits. So how is audit prep gonna be different this year, do you think? Well, many organizations are doing a virtual audit this year because either their organization has been working remotely or even their auditors are just working remotely or maybe not even traveling to organizations to do in-person audits due to COVID or the fires on the West Coast or the hurricanes on the East Coast. We have everything. So on top of of thinking about getting documentation, excuse me, together for an audit, organizations also need to be thinking about how they're going to share that information with an auditor because they do not want to be just attaching all that information to an email and sending it over to the auditor or giving them full access to their software system. So lots of new things to think about this year. So what do you think will be the trickiest part of having a virtual audit? Honestly, I think it's gonna be the policies and procedures guide. When you think about it, our policies and procedures for just about everything have changed. Separation of duties is always a big topic for auditors, But when people are working from home, banks are closed or have limited hours, it can make separating who's picking up the mail, who's recording the donations, who's doing the deposits even trickier. Auditors know that you may have had to change some of those procedures, but you need to show how you've tried to separate duties as much as you can and how you've been doing internal audit checks to reduce the risk of any form of impropriety or fraud. Sadly, fraud has up dramatically at many organizations. Banks have reported a huge increase in the number of fraudulent transactions. So we all really need to be doing our part to protect our organization's reputations and our valuable donor support. Wow, so it sounds like organizations have a lot of things to think about this year. Yes, they do. But they need to remember that virtual audits are not only new to them, but they're also new to auditors. So we're really all in this together, trying to figure out what goes into actually having and doing a virtual audit. There are actually no AICPA, that's the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, guidelines around performing a virtual audit. So in all honesty, auditors are right along with the rest of us trying to figure things out as we go. So everyone's in the same boat together, figuring it out. Right. So 
What would you suggest an organization do first when preparing for an audit this year? Honestly, I think there's two things organizations really need to ask themselves. First off, is our system accessible remotely and can we provide limited viewing access to auditors? So when they're thinking about what software system they use to record all of this information, whether it be donations or invoices, is that something that can be accessible remotely by auditors? And can you set it up where it's only view access? We do not want to be sharing with auditors ways to change information in the system because A, we don't want them changing anything, and B, we don't want them thinking that we give change access to everybody who asks for it. Many of them will also want to be doing some of those random quality control checks to making sure what's being entered is correct. So they need to be able to get in there to do that. So the other thing organizations need to think about is are policies and procedure guides updated? I know that's always something organizations need to think about. Do we keep these things updated? I know at my organization, we are terrible about updating them. But this year, it's going to be extra important because you may have a lot of changes to the way you've done things. You could have various versions of your guide, such as a pre-COVID, back when things were a little normal in January. And then you could also have a remote version, or maybe you just have documented changes to the policy while you're working from home. Don't forget, these guidelines need to be electronic, so you can send them to your auditor, and you can send them to the other staff members to make sure they know what is actually in those guidelines because auditors will be asking staff whether they knew or followed those guidelines. So how can organizations make sure that they are truly prepared for an audit? One thing I really recommend every year, but especially this year, is doing some sort of an informal internal audit, or what we used to call it was a dress rehearsal audit to walk through what we're normally asked for and asked about during an in-person audit. Can we provide the information virtually? Is everyone on the organization on the same page? Since auditors may not be doing face-to-face -face interviews this year, they may actually be doing a lot more virtual interviews with even more staff than normal to make sure everyone knows and is following the current procedures. So it won't just be questions to the finance staff maybe this year. They might be asking development people, gift entry people, other people questions. That is a really important point, I think, that you just highlighted there and something for organizations to really keep in mind as they're making their, their preparation. So thank you for that. So what resources do you recommend um, people use as they prepare? That's a great question. And this year, we know there's a lot of differences. So it's not the normal process. So on October 14th, BlackBot is actually going to be hosting a webinar on preparing for a virtual audit. And we have an organizational best practice course on year-end and audit plans where we'll be discussing some of these special situations with virtual audits. We also recommend that you just have open communication with your auditors. Find out what procedures the auditors have been doing. They may have done some virtual audits already, so you can find out how did that go? Or even just ask other organizations, have you been through a virtual audit? What were some of the things you had to think about? Talking to your auditors too, you may be able to get a checklist of things that the organization will need to be able to provide virtually. On top of that, just thinking about the secure file sharing platform that the auditor either currently uses or that your organization uses in order to share that documentation during the audit. So lots of things to think about, but there are some resources out there. And as I said before, 
this is new for everyone. So we're all sort of in it together and trying to make the most of 2020 that we can. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, this is fantastic. Thanks so much, Mel. And we will um, include links in the show notes to the upcoming free webinar that Mel just mentioned. So you can sign up for that and get more of those in-depth strategies for virtual audit prep, as well as to the um, Blackboard University course on year-end and audit plans. And if you're a BlackBud customer, you, of course, have access to BlackBud community, and that's a great place to go and talk to your peers like Mel suggested and, and kind of share best practices and, you know, kind of learn what other organizations are doing. So that is another recommendation I would, I would make as well. So thanks so much, Mel. Thanks for joining us. Great as always. And to our audience, thanks for listening.